Welcome to What The Gap Podcast. Hosted by a modern day couple just, just trying, trying to fill the gaps. Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Are you listening? And we're back. Every single time we say hello and welcome back to What The Gap Podcast, you're here with your hosts. Trying to change it up. Every single time. <laughs> Sorry. Welcome back to What The Get Podcast, guys. You are here with your hosts, AJ and the lovely... Kinsey. Kinsey, how are you? Good so far. We actually haven't had a pre-podcast vibe, but I think that's because... Oh my God. We haven't. Yeah, but we haven't been talking to each other. We've been doing different things. Oh, yeah, okay. So maybe we'll have a fight on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Can I also note that AJ is wearing a Santa hat right now? I'm just... And he just had a conversation with me about whether he should wear it to work. <laughs> <laughs> and something you should know about AJ is, you know, he's confident when people get to know him, but he's not exactly that outlandish guy who's going to go into work and joke around. He's going to be the guy who just walks in wearing the Santa hat with this sly smile. <laughs> and unless anyone else asks, he won't explain it. <laughs> I will literally like just pretend everything's normal. Exactly. Until someone hits me up and then we're like, ah, oh, you saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's sitting right on your head. And it's got like an abnormally large white band. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of gutted I bought this one. I don't really like it. So Where did you to, buy it? I just got it at Kmart. When? Uh, you were out and I had that better time. <laughs> oh, it was this is why I we don't to, leave him alone. It was when I went to Rebel Sport to do your thing for you. Oh, And wow. where did you go? You went to that beautiful party. Yes. I'm sure that'll be in your highlights, but we'll get it there is. later. Okay, well, let's move on to highlights and lowlights. Yeah. Do you want to start first this week? I will go first this week, yes. Ask me about my week. Okay, how was your week? <laughs> well, let me start by saying that you look beautiful tonight. <laughs> Is that on your notes? Uh, no, I just added that one just then. Why? I just felt like saying it. Okay, well, for the listeners, I'm literally wearing this, like, op-shopped singlet I found that I thought was, like, comfortable. And AJ's Puma shorts <laughs> that, like, go just above the knee. It's not flattering. It's, it's not pretty. And I love it. But I probably wear it every day at some point because it's comfy as hell. I love it. I love it when you're just in your comfies and and you just, oh, it's, it puts me at ease. I don't know why. It's weird. But when I know you're comfy, then I'm, I'm comfy. But if you're not comfy, then I can't be comfy. It's weird. That must be an OCD thing. I don't know if that's like a Maybe loving thing. Is. I think it's just an OCD thing. Yeah, maybe it is. Anyway, all right, pros for the week. I was very happy with my social time this week. Okay. Because, you know, there's quite often we have weeks and I don't really see anyone or hang out with any other friends or see anyone else apart from you and my workmates. But mm-hmm. then now I think about it, the social time was with my workmates, so maybe I should scratch that a pro. <laughs> anyway. But also, I mean, you're saying that you don't see your friends because you don't have time, like, during the weekdays Mm. but when you come to events with me which is usually once a week yeah you see other people it just might not feel like you're catching up with your friends yes 
But maybe not, you should prioritize that more. Yeah. It's really hard. Life is hard. Yeah, Balancing. that balance is hard. I get that. Especially in your situation when you finish work at like, yeah, 5.30 and you're just like, I could go into the city or something, but I'll be late and then I'll be off tomorrow. Yeah. I remember when I was in an office as well, I would organize plans after work with friends and then get to that stage and just be like, oh. I just want to be home. Yeah. yeah. You'd already be in the headspace that you only want to spend an hour, which is not a nice way to go into a catch up, no. really. Putting like time constraints on those kind of things is no. like, never fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, carry on. Anyway, so we had our work team Christmas party dinner thing, mm. which was really fun. Got to try lots of nice food. So that was Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a bit of social time outside of office hours, which is kind of, it's it's nice to actually spend time with your colleagues because it is different and I am friends with them. So, you know, there's things to talk about other than work. Mm-hmm. I was pretty happy with my exercise this week. It wasn't amazing, but I did, I did move. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I had another great yoga session, Good Vibes, and I also had that spin class with you. Yeah. So Good Vibes was that really nice studio that we talked about in a previous episode. And then we did a spin class at Bodhi and Ride on Saturday. Yeah. And that is always intense, but always fun. Yeah. It's just such a mix up from like your usual routine if you don't usually do spin. Yeah. It's full on, eh? They played like a mean soundtrack and it really, it got me going. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm all for the music and spin. If they didn't have music and they did something else, I don't know, like the trainer just talked, like a Pilates class or something, even though there's music and Pilates, but the music wasn't a key focus, I could not get through that class. No way. I didn't actually really get to our gym. Oh, I did on the Sunday, but it wasn't. I think Mm. we were both really tired. and Yeah, but like, that just goes to show, baby, that if we don't do our couple's workouts how you don't prioritize it for yourself on the weekend apart from the spin class yeah you know what i mean because like often we'll do couples workouts both days on the weekend because it works going and gymming together and then going off to brunch together yeah and so if i'm too busy and i'm doing other things like maybe going off to other workouts or just have other events on AJ's like, day off, woohoo! <laughs> mm. The other reason was because I knew Sunday I was going to be doing quite a lot of walking. Okay, yeah. So I was kind of like, oh yeah, have the hard spin session and, you know, walk it off because I'll probably be quite tired, oh, which I okay. was. So yeah. I was pleased that I actually did more than last week. Small and steps. Baby steps. <laughs> Work in progress. <laughs> and then I was also very glad that I finally got to go to that exhibition and do something for me that I've been talking about for ages and I really wanted to go and then I finally had the opportunity to go. Okay, what was the and exhibition? It was to go and see Cause, mm-hmm. which is a American street artist. And can I just mention, oh wait, where's it gone? I put it away. <laughs> I was lucky enough to be treated to this poster in the house that does not suit our aesthetic remotely. It's like, what is it? Like a robot? It's or one of those characters. It's cool. It's definitely cool. It's really cool. But I don't know if it's a centerpiece worthy. Oh, no, I just I just 
got it and I, okay. I hadn't found a place to put it so I've put it away for now so okay. it doesn't upset you or throw you off in any way because it is vibrant I did notice when I walked past it it's one of those prints that changes depending on the angle you're looking at it so I would like notice when I was walking <laughs> from one side I'd see something and then it would like throw me off because yeah. it was like something's moving <laughs> anyway I'm glad you enjoyed it so yeah that was really good and in taking that time I've also been able to smash all my Christmas shopping. Granted, you don't shop for your family, so I'm actually not that impressed by that. Well, I just buy presents for you. Yeah, I know. We should actually discuss that a little bit because that was one of my highlights is I've done all my Christmas shopping. And, I mean, I'm usually pretty organized. Like, I'm not crazy unorganized, you know, last-minute shopper, really, unless it's a really tiny little gift or something. But I have to be quite organized because I'm bringing all my presents back to New Zealand and I'm going back to New Zealand this weekend. So I kind of, yeah, had to be ready now. Mm. But it's just interesting how different families do different things. In my family, Christmas has always been such a big thing. I think it's because of the UK roots and the way they celebrate it so immensely over there and that's what my mum grew up with so that's how she's brought it over here Mm. she loves doing big Christmas present giving Uh, that's a big part of our Christmas morning it's the first thing we do we always put out you know carrots and cookies for Santa all that kind of stuff who eats them oh mum did unless she (laughs) did I tell you that unless she was on a diet (laughs) That's when I started to click because I was like, oh, it's funny. Santa didn't eat much this year. (laughs) What a coincidence, mom. Oh my God, that's funny. So we've always done the whole shebang and it's, it's just been a tradition for us. So I continue to buy all my family members multiple presents and my friends. And like, it's just a given that I will spend that money. It's just something we do. And it's not so much that the material goods actually matter but it is the thought behind the material goods mm. and how an extravagant Christmas does make us all come together around the tree and have this morning of opening presents. And it's weird. It sounds materialistic, but it's not. You mm. know what I mean? But yeah. then I, I totally understand your family as well being like, you know, it's all about coming together and it is. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, it was really funny. I spent a Christmas with your family and that was... It was crazy. It was really big. And it was like, I'd never seen so many presents in my life. But also you've got to understand there's a lot of people living under my household now. Yeah. Or my family home. Like yeah. when we all come together, it's it's a mixed family now. So there's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes up for it as well. But yeah, we've always done a big Christmas. And that has just been, yeah, tradition for us, I guess. Mm. And it's funny you say that because... In the previous podcast, when I mentioned all of my family and cousins and things in my upbringing that were part of my life, Mm. we actually used to have massive Christmases. Mm. And all of my aunties, uncles, cousins, extended family would all come together and it would be immense the Mm. whole day. And I think, yeah, that really changed when everyone moved away and, you know, families sort of broke apart. And But now it is more just spending time with my family. I mean, Mm. there's presents in here and there. Like, we do, like... Chris Kringle like secret Santa sort of thing but it's not really about the presents it's about the food and spending time and having a drink and a laugh together yeah no that's cool and it's cool how it changes over time too Mm. I don't know if it'll change for my family but 
I feel like a big Christmas is something I will bring to my own family one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, I hope you're okay with that. <laughs> because it was such a joyful day for me. And to be honest, growing up, there were a lot of arguments in the household and a lot of tension because my parents got a divorce. And Christmas was always a day when there was no stress. Yeah. And I even noticed that for my mum, that was huge. Yeah. Like seeing my mum completely just happy and joyful on Christmas Day yeah. was sometimes just such a stress reliever as a child. Because so I was like, everybody has to be happy today. <laughs> and I liked that. Yeah, that's And cool. present giving helped to bring that vibe, I guess. Yeah. It's pretty hard to be like a miserable asshole on Christmas, eh? Oh, 100%. When you're opening presents and people are being thoughtful about you and yeah. telling you lovely things and your siblings are actually being nice and yeah. <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyway. That's funny. Any more highlights? Yes. Two more. Uh, one, we didn't really fight this week. So okay. that's a win in my book. All right. And the last one was we had another delicious meal at Loving Hut. Woohoo! So Loving Heart is a chain, isn't it? But it's only got about two destinations. Oh, it's so good. It's all vegan Asian food. Have we talked about it before? I think we maybe mentioned. I going feel out like it's on our mind all the time. Oh, it's yeah. really close to us, and it's the only Asian place that, so far, I'm completely happy with, actually excited about, which is really rare for me. And not just excited, like so excited yeah like i'm craving it let's go right now you're waiting for me at the door like hurry up we're going i know which is just insane because if you know me you'll know i'm not a very diverse eater (laughs) and foreign cuisines i'm just like so yeah no i totally agree that was a great meal that was a great meal cons for the week i really need to rethink the food that i'm eating in terms of the energy i get out of it yep so which probably helping me with that probably affected your gym as well oh big time yeah so i'm just not eating the right foods at the right times of day to help me like progress through the day nicely and not come home and i just want to eat like a whole chicken or something yeah so i need to change up that so i'm figuring that out i've been talking to you about it and so far what you've given me has been working so do you want to share a little tweak you've made it might help someone else okay Adding more, like, slow-burning carbs to my mm-hmm. day-to-day. I think that's what you, how you described it. Um, <laughs> He's like, that is so not my wording. scientific terms. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's right. But, yeah, adding more of those, because I don't think I eat enough of them throughout the course of the day to, like, keep me going. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just adding rice to my lunch mm-hmm. that I would normally eat has made such a big difference. Just mm-hmm. one of those little microwave packs each day. Yeah. And that was, you know, I've been great for the last three days. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, your, your diet's not bad, but especially on your work days, mm. we've been discussing that AJ kind of has very light meals quite consistently, but I guess that leads him to 3 p.m. sugar cravings, which he spoke about this week. Yeah. He would have a kind of soupy lunch with vegetables and things like that, yeah. which is great. It's super light, super healthy, but it's like... You're doing quite a fair bit of exercise or movement. I mean, I know you undermine yourself on here, and I do too, because I'm like, you can do better than you are doing. Of course you can. We all can. Mm. But you do 
far more incidental movement than other people. You walk to and from work, you're at a standing desk, all these kind of things that you do all the time. If you come meet me, you're walking. So you are moving all the time and you don't eat a lot. So it's almost like you need a bit more substance in there during the days. And sometimes you will come home and have a like bigger dinner, but what's the point then? You know, so you struggled to focus and you've been talking about that on the podcast for ages. You struggle to focus at work and then you have all your calories, say, you have all of them at night and where's it going? To a good sleep? Probably a worse off sleep, you know? to be honest. So it's like you could really utilize them during the day and especially like carbs are great for that because they're slow releasing. They will see you through the afternoon and you said yourself that you found... You didn't hit 3 p.m. with some sugar craving. You just, you felt satisfied. Yeah. And it was weird that it was like just sugar that I craved. Like I just wanted chocolate and I never, mm-hmm. I'm not a big chocolate person. No, but that's your body being like, I need a hit now. Yeah. Like when you explain like that to I me, I need to I wake like, up. Yeah. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. Yeah. So yeah, adding that little brown cup of rice to my meals now has made a big difference over the past two days. Yeah. Because you know, if you had carbs at like 3 p.m. when you had already hit that slump, you probably would want a nap (laughs) because your body obviously takes longer to digest carbs, which is why they're slow releasing energy. So it actually really matters when you do have them. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking of having... Because that's why sometimes when you have, you know, a meal too late, I'll say that, I'll be going, 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 and then I'll be like, okay, I really need to eat now. I've left it too late. Yeah. And then I'll eat and I won't get energy from it. I'll feel tired. And I almost sit there like, I should have bloody left myself starving. You know, like that's not good for you. But I almost go, damn it, I left it too late. Because if you get busy and then, I don't know, sit down for a meal finally by two or three, the result is you're going to feel lethargic after because now your body was tired and needed a hit. And now it has to digest this carb-loaded meal right yeah and that's going to take a little while before you get the results it's you know my brain is like getting blown right now (laughs) i was like everything you said applies to me in so many ways i can think of every situation (laughs) oh being able to like foresee your nutrition like that like that's the real game changer (laughs) yeah but just because you have that knowledge doesn't mean you do it no but like i mean it does help that Mm -hmm. Well, you have no excuses when you know that because you can attribute straight away why you feel a certain way. Fuck. And that's the problem. A lot of people sit back and just question the whole time, like, I'm tired, I'm this, I'm that. And again, they just almost take it for granted, like, that's just how I am or mm. that's just how I feel by 4 p.m. in the day. And it's like, no, there's probably a reason for that. Yeah. If it's not enough sleep or the way you're eating or thirst or, you know, dehydration or anything and usually you can look back and go let's be honest last night wasn't a good sleep and that's why maybe i'm even craving more food today my body's trying to make up for it things like that yeah oh fuck so much to learn (laughs) well that's very helpful i almost want to try and like eat my regular lunch and then not eat the rice now and then try the rice at like 3 p.m when i'm like getting sugar craving yeah, but the thing is... And see what happens. <laughs> yeah, you could try that, but 
if your body craves sugar, I'm not sure if rice is going to help. In saying that, like, I have tried to solve the sugar by eating like the Healthy carrots foods. I have in the yeah. fridge and stuff. It and I'm just work. like, like I'll complain to my colleague. I'm like, Celeste, I'm still fucking hungry. I just ate like six carrots. What the hell is wrong with yeah, me? Yeah, no. Because if your body sends signals for one food, that's what it wants. Those kind of signals used to drive what we went and looked for out in the bush, you know? Mm. So that's like prehistoric signals coming in. It's your body telling you what you need right now. And it's not stupid of your body to tell you you need sugar. And that's why it's bad to have that kind of relationship with your body where you're like, stop it, I don't need sugar. And it's like, it's actually just trying to help. It's actually yeah. just trying to tell you, like, I need more energy today. Can you give me some sugar? <laughs> yeah. Even if you don't like the fact that it's asking for sugar, understand where it's coming from, you know? And maybe look at your sleep patterns or look at what else you're eating in the day if you want to change that, you know? Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> Well, I on. don't know, but I know now. What up? <laughs> Every time we start, the highlights and lowlights are like, Let's get through this one real quick. Let's bang it out. And then we just get into these conversations. Oh. These like mini subsets. But that's, you know, that's the podcast, right? Mm. That's what no, we No, it hear. is. It is. We're just sort of fleshing it out. All right. Last couple. I'll bang through them, I promise. Okay. Um, did a bit of drinking last week. Okay. At these different social events. So, you know. <laughs> now I just like the socialite I am. I'm like, oh, I complain, I don't socialize, and then I do, and I'm like, oh, too much drinking, I just need to stay away from everyone. <laughs> you can do other things, you know. I was just talking about the other day, how I was working out with my friends, maybe you should do it. Yeah, but I don't know if, you know, I was with my work colleagues, I don't know how many of them would want to work out with me. Yeah, too. <laughs> like, post-work, work out. Yeah. That'd be me, though. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, so I did a bit of drinking, and that wasn't, you know, ideal for my body. But, you know, you got to enjoy every now and yeah. then. The last thing is kind of just really struggling with that last push to the end of the year in terms of, like, mental capacity for things. <laughs> I still have lots to do, so I can't be like, oh, the last two weeks will be pretty chill. It's like, I'm going to be go, go, go till the end. So mm. just trying to pace myself and just get through it and smile, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we'll see how we go. That sounds good. Mm. Is that you wrapped up then? Uh, there was a few weird things, but maybe we can go into those a little bit later because they're not really relevant. Well, they are to my week, but not what do to you the mean? pros and Were cons. Were they like last time when you hyped everyone up and then you said, oh, some See, random forgot. thing That's on it? Exactly. It wasn't weird. It was. it was just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed a few weird things that happened to me this week and I just wrote them down. So Okay, don't explain them. Just list them. Go. Okay. Uh, number one was... Walking home from work one day, I saw a homeless dude fighting a shopping trolley. <laughs> Full on fist fight, mouthing off at it, and just, he was trying to kill it. I was like, dude, this thing is dead. So that happened. Uh, let's not go there. Uh, I you also just went there. <laughs> oh, let's not go into it further. Okay. That's enough. I got stopped on the street by this random dude, and he asked me for money to help him get his car out of the impound lot around the corner. Why is that weird? It was just completely random. It's like down one of these random side streets and this guy was like on the footpath and he got in my way and I was like, because I have my headphones in. I was mm. like, what are you up to? And then he's like, hey man, uh, my car was towed and I need 
$350 to get it out, but I only have 315 Do you have some money I could have? It's just like, don't you have, like, cards or someone you can call on? Or, you know, you've got a car, you must own a phone. No, but I think, I think you're overestimating oh. that. I think some mm. people live week to week, budget to budget, and mm. they don't account for these things. Yeah, I know lots of people. I mean, people many of us don't account for being tow. Not that I drive, but I know friends who don't, and it's like a shock, and they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, but like, you know? I don't know, it just boggles my mind that people don't have like that kind of money just like in case shit happens. I don't know. It was just weird how mm, you approached I think you me. should watch what you say there because that's coming from a privileged mindset or place. Privileged? Yes. Well, me. It is privileged to have money tucked oh, okay. away for all a right, rainy right. day. Yeah, and I understand right. you work for it, but it comes from privilege and not everybody has that. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I think it was just a weird situation because there was a couple of them and they were on like different corners of the streets and it, it kind of looked like I said a bit to you, suspicious, it yeah. looked quite suspicious. Like it was like a mm. like a ploy or some sort of con or something. Mm. Anyway, so that I was I would have been more weirded out if it was like, it's $350, I have 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that would have been Then it's like, like uh, oh, do you expect me to trans you like be here 20, $200? <laughs> but like, because it's $20, $30. Yeah. You'd hope that a stranger would come forward in that situation and just yeah. give it to you. Yeah. Or at least give you a half or something. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, so that happened. Mm-hmm. Just thought it was a bit weird. There was something sus about it. Anyway. And the last one was when we were in Loving Heart. That bloody couple. Oh my gosh. Oh. How do we even explain that? Just Stop. Leave. They were actually having a full-on fight. And I know we record our fights on here for you guys to listen to. But they were not there to share a message. They were just about to have a full-on domestic in the cafe restaurant. They did not care how loud their voices got or the tone of them either. They were not trying to be quiet. I'd be having my sweet and sour vegan nuggets. And they'd be like... Darren, stop trying to undermine me. I'm trying. And then she'd be like, I don't want to talk about it. This is my relaxed time. And Darren would mutter something. And then she'd be like, You know, I said I'm trying. (laughs) And it would be like, Girl, he just stopped talking about it. You just said stop. And you brought it up again. She was on repeat, eh? And honestly, she was so loud. It was just insane. It was almost impossible to pretend we couldn't hear. At one point I said to AJ, can you say something right now? Because I need to be distracted. Otherwise, I feel like I'm honestly eavesdropping. But everybody in that cafe was probably listening to every sentence. That's how loud it was. And then they were so rude to the staff as well. Did you hear him? Yes. So... At this place, it's kind of a mix of self-serve and they'll come over to you. But at the end of the day, who really cares? It's a casual Asian restaurant. Yeah. If you need to go get your own stuff, go if they don't come in time, you, you know? You can see it all there. You like can it's... see it all there. Like the drinks are displayed for you. You can go grab one. They'll add it to your bill later. Yeah. 
I heard this guy saying multiple times, he shouted out to them, which is just the rudest thing ever. Yeah. Shouted out to them across the cafe, get my chips. Where are my chips? I'm waiting on my chips. And I he saw. Was banging on the table like, ah, chips. Oh my God. I was like, what the fuck? Like, who do you think you are? And I have to note as well, like, he was an older white man. And obviously, all the people at the restaurant are younger Asian people. Yeah. Well, not necessarily younger but all Asian or foreign people. Yeah. And I just felt like he was coming at it from a very racist point of view. Like, I just felt like he didn't see them as equal, whether it was because of race or because of job or whatever. And it just made me so angry because oh. I was like, who is the, you know, lower person in the situation? 100% yeah. you. So he was demanding his chips. I had seen, he'd ordered them like two minutes ago. The cafe was busy. Yeah, it was full. Exactly. And again, it is not a high-end restaurant that needs to have your chips out in five minutes. Know what you're coming into. Also, it's pretty cheap. Yeah. And it's amazing every time. That's why we go back. Yeah. So, oh, I just could not believe this guy. He was just so, so rude. And he said to his wife or whatever, if if that's what she was... His wife said to him, go up and get a drink yourself because he also wanted a lemonade. That's what he was talking about. He was like, I want my lemonade. Where's my lemonade? And she said multiple times, it's self-serve, obviously in her crazy loud voice. Yeah. And he refused to go up and get it. And I was just like... And then he kept looking at them like... Exactly. He actually said, I'm going to make them go get it. Yeah. In other words. And I was just like, the nerve of you, like, I don't read a few things about how you've got to have patience for the previous generation because that's just how they were raised. They're not as, in inverted commas, woke as us. But I just, I don't have any patience for that. It's like that time I told you, and I think I mentioned it on Instagram as well. I was wearing some singlet or something. Mm. It was not racy at all. I'm not really into that kind of clothing. Mm. And this grandma gave me the biggest death stare as if I was a piece of trash on the ground. Mm. And I'm sorry, I understand that things were different in your time, but at the end of the day, you are making another woman feel like crap. I don't care where you've come from, what upbringing you've had. You don't do that. You just don't do that because you'd know how that would feel yourself, especially about something like, you know, dressing yourself, body image, etc. Yeah. I just, I don't understand it. Anyway. <laughs> Is anyway, it my turn? So that was all the weird stuff <laughs> and annoying stuff. Cause like it was a delicious meal, but we had this bloody racket mm. next door. Mm. Oh I like how I God. said, don't explain it. And then we had this huge conversation. Oh, well, that you had to explain cause it was fucked. Yeah, I know. It's absolutely fucked. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, anyway, my turn. Your week. How was your week? It was really good. So obviously you mentioned before I had that really cool event on Saturday night called Dinner en Blanc or Le Dinner en Blanc. <laughs> and it's actually held in like six continents across the world. It's a pretty huge event. It started in Paris and it has quite a cool story around it. All these friends were meeting together at some popular French destination Some people were saying that it was the Eiffel Tower, but I looked it up. It wasn't. I didn't recognize where it was, though. It's a very crowded destination, apparently, at night. 
So they had wanted to do like an afternoon evening picnic and they thought, how are we going to all recognize each other in the crowd? Mm. Let's all wear white. So that is kind of how this picnic event came about. And now it's become like a kind of worldwide phenomena. And it's got a very interesting process in terms of like how you can get a ticket. You actually have to apply. And if somebody drops out, you'll get invited. It's, it's very interesting. Anyway, I was lucky enough to do a collaboration with them. And honestly, it was one of the best events I've ever, ever, ever been to in Melbourne, potentially in my life. Mm. Just in terms of how many boxes it ticked off for a good event for me. Firstly, it was lovely to dress up. I got glam in a lovely long white dress and I hadn't actually worn that dress ever (laughs) out. So I was stoked to have the opportunity to do that. Then we kind of did this big parade throughout the city, all dressed in white, all these guests who had like their picnic baskets and their umbrellas just in case it rained, but it was the most beautiful weather and you could see everybody's outfits and it was just awesome. And then... We came to this beautiful spot by the river. It honestly did not feel like we were in Melbourne anymore. And all these rows of white tables set up. Some people had BYO'd their own food because you're able to do that. And then others, we got it catered. There was heaps of champagne and uh, a few different stalls of like Move and Pick ice cream and things like that. And there was a stage at the front. It was just the most stunning setting actually idyllic like Pinterest picnic setting but I think there were you know let's say 2,000 people there or something so it was just an insane sight yeah something like that maybe not 2,000 did they have like fireworks or anything no we had sparklers at one stage which was so fun as well like there were all these different elements that came together and honestly just made it the best time you know because there was that dancing section where everybody just actually partied but there was that lovely afternoon picnic setting as well so you kind of got the best of both worlds Mm. anyway yeah look on my instagram at currently love and blog if you want to see those photos next up on my highlights list was actually finishing cert three you did it congratulations great job everybody it's great to meet you hi so I did my first aid course on Sunday. I was feeling a little bit dead from the event on Saturday night, but it was okay. The lady who ran it was quite engaging and told us a whole lot of stories about snake bites and spider bites. <laughs> yeah, I didn't Make find it too Australian bad. Australian stuff. Mm. And it was funny because I actually was paired with a girl who's my sister's age who is teaching gymnastics, and that's why she's getting her first aid. And so we spent most of the day just joking around as we were doing the first aid course. And it was just funny because it honestly reminded me of Ava so much. And so I was like, I kind of feel like I'm spending time with, you know, I don't know, someone close to my sister's age. Anyway, so that was great. Got my Cert 3 done and now Cert 4 is officially open. I can do the theory work. So I've done all the practicals, as I think I've mentioned in the past. So I should be able to bang through this theory work really quickly. And then I will be both a certified gym instructor and a certified PT. I reckon I can do do it by the new year. That's my goal. Yep. Imagine going into 2020 like I nailed that in 2019. Yeah, All right. I'm hoping. 
anyway, the next thing I mentioned on my highlights list was actually Black Friday sales. I know there's a lot of controversy around it about, you know, capitalism and whatnot. When is there not controversy around that? And about how, you know, you don't actually save any money in the long run. There's all this, you know, suspicious stuff. But I ordered, or we ordered a whole load of stuff on Macro Mike, which is a protein brand. And they were having meme deals. Oh, there was meme deals everywhere. Shit. Yeah, exactly. And I loved it. I was like, I actually need all this protein. We wanted to get some more Macromite cookies, which was actually on my lowlights list. They haven't arrived yet, which means we have to podcast without cookies. God damn. Which is just devastating. We also get to try a couple new things because they threw in a couple of freebies with our order. So... To be honest, I don't mind this whole Black Friday sale thing. Because to be fair, I would have gone and bought all that stuff down the track, but just more expensively. So I get that people are saying it makes you buy more or it promotes consumerism, but I didn't buy anything that I wouldn't have bought otherwise. Mm. You know, even with Christmas presents and things, because there were quite a few like bundle deals and stuff that I was like, this is perfect. Mm. And again, I would have just gone on the site and bought them anyway a couple yeah. days later you know yeah so that was a highlight in terms of low lights i actually debated sharing this one because it's so tmi but then i was like you know what i was on the phone with my best friend annie this week and we discussed this and nobody talks about it and it's so common so towards the end of last week i got a uti <laughs> and I had to go into the doctors. Like, I actually had an event that night, which was just horrible. Like, I was fine at the event. No one would have noticed, but I was in so much pain. And I was like, I know exactly what this is. I've had it before. I've been through the rigmarole, and I've learned my lesson from not reacting to it quick enough. Honestly, that is my biggest advice. If you ever, if you've had a UTR, if you haven't had one yet, girls, guys, you will have them. So go research now what you need to do. Make sure you know (laughs) who your local doctor is so that the moment you get symptoms, you get straight to your doctor. Not because it's like life-threatening, but because it's going to be painful. It's going to stop you from doing your daily things. So just get onto it ASAP. And also it's a complete energy drainer. So within a day, if that infection spreads, you're just going to bloody be in bed honestly it's so debilitating (laughs) and just so uncomfortable you're not going to be able to work out you're not going to be able to do uh, focus anything and you're also going to feel the need to pee 24 7 long story short that was annoying but i booked an appointment literally the morning after (laughs) i mean the morning after the event not after anything else um (laughs) So yeah, I booked an appointment and it was solved pretty quickly, but it's still never nice. And yeah, I just wanted to share that because it is very common, but nobody talks about it. And I remember the first time it happened, I just text my best friend. Lucky her mum had some good advice and they'd talked about it before, but I didn't know what was going on. I was just like, it's painful. It's burning. What the fuck is wrong with me? And it was so helpful, but like, yeah, it doesn't make you a slut. It doesn't make you, you know, disgusting or horrible. Like, 
honestly, most of the time it comes from having sexual intercourse, obviously, but it doesn't mean you're having sexual intercourse with multiple people. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> you know, like it can just happen and really, really easily. And females, according to the doctor, are particularly sensitive to it. Yeah. Don't let anyone make you feel shit about it because it's just something that happens and... No one talks about it. No one talks about it. So that's why, even though I didn't really want to talk about it because it's not that nice, so what? So what? We've all had to deal with it and I would rather somebody said something and made it a bit more normal because, yeah, it's just not a fun time. Anyway, my next low light was the grilled vegan cheeseburger. (laughs) Oh, shit. So I've had my woes or, I don't know, tensions with grilled. (laughs) If you're not in Australia, it's like a burger joint, right? And if you ever watch my YouTube channel, I spoke about it in the early days of moving to Melbourne. I went to grilled and... AJ said, oh, there's low-carb buns if you want to try it. And I was like, hell yeah, sure. Let's give it a go. There were no images of this low-carb bun on, like, any of the signage. So I was like, surely it's just somehow a normal bun, but just way <laughs> less carbs. I was like, okay. What came out was thinner than a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> And by that stage, I was genuinely hungry. I think when I said yes to the low carb, I was like, oh, I'm not that hungry. So we'll give it a go. I was so ready for a burger. And then this, yeah, piece of, (laughs) I don't even know how to describe it. It doesn't even deserve the thickness of paper. It was just obscene. (laughs) I'm sure some girls love it, but I'm not one of them. If I want a burger, I want an actual burger. So yeah. I've never ordered the low-carb bun since, and I don't think I plan on doing so. Anyway, ever since, I've enjoyed grilled a couple times, getting their, like, Beyond Meat burgers. Mm-hmm. But I think I always got the grilled goodness or garden goodness or something that was more of, like, you know, your patty, your lettuce, and it was a bit more veggie-based or whatever. And on Sunday, when I was doing my first aid course, I had a bit of a lunch break. So I thought, you know what? I'll go to Grilled. I deserve this. I'm a little hungover. (laughs) I'll go get a burger. Mm. Right? And I thought, I'll get the vegan cheeseburger. So the make-do cheeseburger. They took ages for one. So I ended up rushing back to first aid. And I was like, I'm not going to walk in eating a cheeseburger. And then they, you know, I'm about to do mouth-to-mouth. And... (laughs) Yeah, something we've discussed this week as well is I like to sit down and enjoy my meal. Otherwise, it's just pointless to me. Mm. I'm just like, I don't want to shovel food in my mouth on the way to something. I like to enjoy it. So I was eating this cheeseburger and I ended up only having like a third of it and then chucking it in the bin. I had a few fries and then chucked them in the bin. And that was not money well spent. But also... If the burger was great, I probably would have just shoveled it down my mouth. But it wasn't. It was Ooh. really subpar. It was kind of like eating a raw burger. Oh, like yeah. the patty. Like the patty was that color. Ooh. And I was like, it's okay because it's vegan, but ugh. <laughs> I don't know. It was not good. So would not recommend the grilled vegan cheeseburger. Would not recommend eating on the run. It causes indigestion. <laughs> 
and maybe would not recommend going for a burger on your first day course break. But, you know, you win some, you lose some. Shall we move on? Let's get into the topic of today, yeah? Okay, let's do it. Are you listening? All right, so today's topic is all about love languages. <laughs> Me and AJ have a very different one. We've discussed this many times just between us before. And actually identifying our different love languages and embracing them or understanding them has been a huge part of us progressing as a couple. Wouldn't you yeah, agree? Big time. Yeah. So it's caused a lot of tension in the past when we've tried to align our love languages or assumed that we communicate love in the same way. Mm. Yeah. So we wanted to discuss our different love languages, but we were sitting down and thinking, how can we do it? We should probably do the love languages test again and then discuss things. Yeah. And then we thought, you know what? Let's not do it in our own time and then come on. Let's do it right now. Yeah. With you guys. <laughs> come along. <laughs> yeah. So we've actually both got the five love languages test up right now. We've done it before, but we don't remember our answers at all. And we want to go through each question and just talk about it so mm. that we can kind of understand how different we are in terms of the ways we communicate love. And it might actually highlight for you maybe how different your partner or your family member or your friend, anyone you know, how they communicate love differently. And it might make you feel a bit more understanding or it might help you to love them in the right way or anything like that. It just might be enlightening. Yeah, no, it's definitely an enlightening thing to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and go do it. Go do it with your partner. Sit down and both do it. That's what we did the first time we took this test. We both sat down, answered individually without looking at each other's screens, and then came to our final results. And it was actually so accurate. And just seeing the answers there, there was a lot of things I knew already, mm. but just seeing the answers there was just that clarification that, yes, that is something you value and this is something I value and it's okay that that's different yeah. but we just need to keep that in mind in order to stay in a loving place mm. okay let's get into it Should I read the first one yeah okay so it's more meaningful to me when I receive a loving note text or email for no special reason for my loved one or my partner and I hug I forgot how hard these are. <laughs> yeah, this is a hard one. I like both these things. I'm trying to think of how I feel when I get each thing. We don't really send each other emails, so that doesn't count. But you do write notes for me quite a bit. Or you used to more. But then sometimes you text me really nice things and it warms my heart. Yeah. You know what's a good way to think of it? If either one of them went away from our relationship which would hurt it more or which would you be more sad to see go yeah me too it's more meaningful to me when i can spend alone time with my partner just the two of us my partner does something practical to help me out <laughs> this is already i think where we may be different <laughs> what? for me that's such an easy answer alone time with my partner 100 percent and I think that's where we've had conflict in the past because AJ loves doing things for me and it's so helpful. He bought all this wrapping paper and stuff for me to wrap my presents and 
he went across to Rebel Sport to, you know, get this tag removed and things like that. And I love that and I appreciate it so much, but it's not as important to me as other things, like just spending great time together and connecting. Mm. So that's an easy one for me. What about but, you? But I think I would be the same. Yeah. Because I think the practical stuff I like doing myself. Yeah, you're not necessarily desiring of it. I do like it when you yeah, do things yeah. for me. But most of the time I like to do things that I need done myself. Yes. Which is, you're kind of, yeah, you're very much the same. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's why I don't value it, I think. I do, that's wrong. Wow. I do value, oh my God. No, go. no. <laughs> it's just like, you could say you did my washing and I'd be like, thank you so much. That took a load off me. But at the end of the day, I could have done it. Whereas, say, spending alone time together, I can't do that myself. You know? Yeah. Whether I find other time or not, I can't do it alone. Yeah. You know? Okay, All this right. is interesting so far. We're doing well. All right, next question is, it's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a little gift as a token of our love for each other or I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with my partner. That's hard. Yeah. I'm not like a gift me, gift me, gift me person, but whenever you've brought me something home that's like, me in a nutshell, like when I was into cookie time cookies. <laughs> I used to have a stash of cookies in yeah. my room because I knew Kenzie loved them so much. So whenever she was down or something, I'd be like, oh, I forgot this sort of thing. And we like, turn around. And then I'd whip out this cookie and then this giant smile. <laughs> as did all the crumbs in my bed. <laughs> Worth it. Oh. You're funny though, because you've always done that, and then you really struggled when I went vegan. I remember the new thing when I moved over here, because there's no cookie time cookies, was Oreo McFlurries. Because oh. I loved my Oreo McFlurries, and I'd always get them when I was like treating myself. And then whenever me and AJ were in a fight, he'd go get me an Oreo McFlurry. And I remember maybe the second day I went vegan, AJ got me an Oreo McFlurry, and we were in a fight. And part of me was like, look, I would probably take it if I wasn't mad at you because, you know, it's day two. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. But uh, because we're in a fight, I was like, no, I'm vegan. <laughs> and, like, and you were so gutted. Bullshit. <laughs> eat the damn big flurry. And I made him eat it. Yeah. Oh. That was ruthless. I know. But I'm glad I committed from the get-go. I know. Anyway. I think for me it's the second one. Uninterrupted leisure time? Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when my partner unexpectedly does something for me, like filling my car or doing the laundry. Oh, there's the fucking washing again. What up? My partner and I touch. Ooh. I guess touch could be anything, right? What do you think? I think for me is the first answer. Really? Yeah. So you like when I unexpectedly do the laundry? I do. Okay, no, I know you do. And the touching part is like, I get plenty of that. Yeah, but then if you apply my theory of taking either away, which one would hurt you more? If we didn't touch, would you be okay with that? I just wouldn't let that happen, so <laughs> sorry. I think it's hard because you need to clarify touch here. 
Is it like the entire touch spectrum? Well, I feel like if it was going to be an intimate type of touch, like it would say touch intimately. <laughs> okay. I feel like this is just like touch. what? Oh, like being on the couch and oh, I quite like that. Yeah, but you don't always. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, for me, it's the first one, hundred percent. All right. No, you can't move on. I'm not decided yet. Oh, okay. Hang on. There's something for me that's feeling like a. You know what? I'm gonna say touch because that has been one of the biggest revelations of our relationship. I guess I used to think that I was somebody who did not like that kind of affection, and sure, you're kind of crazy, and I get to a point of suffocation, but I actually really do like physical attention. And physical affection as well. Oh, I know. Oh, shut up. When I didn't think that I was like that previously or in other relationships, I kind of told myself I wasn't like that, I guess. Hmm. Anywho. Anywho. Next, Next one. Question? Yes. So it's more meaningful to me when my partner puts his or her arm around mm. me when we're in public or my partner surprises me with a gift. I think you know my answer. <laughs> What, the top one? Yeah. Why is that? Because that's about showcasing it to a public audience. Yeah. So you like the fact that I feel comfortable to call you mine or what? Uh Uh-huh. 100%. I I would say I'm primarily the one that instigates holding hands or touching somehow while we're walking in and out and about. Yeah. So if I grab you. When you do it to me, it's like, oh, and I really like that. Okay. Yeah. So for me, it's the Mm. first one. You know what, for me, it's probably the second one because, yeah, I don't really care about that public display. Why not? I just don't. Yeah, it can be hard sometimes when you just strut off three metres ahead of me and we're walking to the same place but you can't even walk with me. Do you know how frustrating that is? Uh Uh-huh. Let's not get into it. But I just, I don't think I really care about it because I've never been with a guy who doesn't show affection in public I've never been with someone who you know loves me inside and they're not outside or something Mm. so I don't think I'm really that bothered about you know PDA I've never been a big person on that like if we do a lot of it which I would say I do a lot more with you than I ever did with any previous partner but like it just doesn't really bother me either way like I wouldn't be like wow he put his arm around me Whereas if you surprise me with a cute gift, I might be like, oh. Kenzie likes gifts. What is that supposed to mean? Nothing. You like gifts. <laughs> no, I think I like surprises more than that. Okay. So you like and that's why I say to you, gifts. if you do like a surprise date for me, I like that because often I plan so much, which I enjoy. It's my personality. But it means sometimes I always know what's happening. And I get sick of always knowing what's happening. Yeah, we did talk about that the other night. Yeah, and your week is full of surprises because I create them. Yeah. But then sometimes it's like, can it be the other way around? So yeah, even if you get me a surprise gift, that's nice. Okay, I get that. And that's based on our circumstance. Yeah. Just because like, you know, when we get invited to like blogger dinners or events or something, I'm very aware of what's going down. I've read the invitations of, you know liaisoned with the people and it's all new to AJ I just go where I'm told exactly 
put on a happy face. <laughs> yeah, which means sometimes it's nice to switch those roles around. Okay. Next one. It's more meaningful to me when I'm around my partner, even if we're not really doing anything, I hold hands with my partner. That's interesting. I think I know mine. It's funny how some of these are so easy to answer and they just come to you straight away and then others are harder. For me, it's I'm around my partner. Yeah, I'm going to say the same. Even though we've been together for three and a half years, I still get excited just for you to come home. And it's not because we're doing anything necessarily, but just to be around you. So I hope that hit your heart strand right there. Oh, wow. Arrow straight to it. Oh, my God. That hurt. That was meaningful. Slow down with that love. Uh huh. Right, for next one is it's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a gift. It's lots of these gift questions, eh? Yeah, it's interesting. I hear I love you from my partner. I mean, you did say I like gifts, but 100% when someone says I love you, like, I never get over that. Especially when they stop in their sentence and, like, say, you do it sometimes, like, hey, I love you. And you like grab my face, and I love that. Oh, it's working, man. <laughs> oh, shut up. But like, if you just say "love you, bye," then it's less like "oh no, my gosh." I know, I know, I know. But I still think you don't really get over somebody saying that to you. It's it's lovely. Yeah, that's no, good. It's lovely. <laughs> All right, next one. It's more meaningful to me when I sit close to my partner, or I am complimented by my loved one for no apparent reason. <laughs> That's really hard. You know what? Ones. I'm going to be honest. I really like compliments. I know you do. That's why I dish out a million at you every day. Yeah, I like it. It's nice. And to it honest. makes you feel appreciated every day as well. And I like to feel appreciated. <laughs> I like them too. Okay, there we go. Sometimes. Yes, you do. You totally do. You gush I, like crazy. I fish, I fish for them. You like do. I, the I know. Baby, do you like this <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> or, baby, you didn't notice my face. Yeah. Like when he shaves, I find him most attractive like that because I think that's how I met you the first time or something. Oh, God. In the cafe. I had like a full beard when you first saw me. I don't know if that would have changed things. AJ has two very different looks. But yeah, that's how I find him most attractive because I can see his smile and that's one of my favorite features. And it also brings out your eyes when you don't have your beard. So yeah, basically I always complimented AJ saying, you look so handsome and I'd be like way more like excitable and just touchy with you when you'd shaved. (laughs) And then... Now, if I don't notice that he's shaved, he sits there like, you didn't notice. <laughs> Things have changed. <laughs> You're so sensitive. It's crazy. Uh, whatever. I anyway. What I uh-huh. Next one. And I, li- I like the compliments. Mm-hmm. And I got very used to getting that one. So yeah. I stopped getting it. Yeah, but it's probably a good thing that you don't get it because it just means I'm used to both. Rather than those like polar extremes. So just mundane then. Oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, this is horrible. Next one. All right, next one. Is it me? Yes. <clears throat> okay. Uh, it's more meaningful to me when I get the chance to just hang out with my partner or I unexpectedly get mm. small gifts from my partner. 
bloody gifts again. Mm. That's hard because it says I get the chance to just hang out with my partner, but we like schedule hundred percent hangouts. Like we are spending oh. the weekend together. Oh yeah, but like when we just hang out and we don't do much and like we. We don't oh, is that what it's saying? I think that's kind of what it means because yeah, I really like that. Yeah, actually, especially over the last few weeks, we've noticed how important that is to us. Because that's when we actually just laugh and also get intimate because yeah. we're most relaxed. Whereas when we're on the go and rushing around, that's when the fights come up or we're just not necessarily present. But we're most present together when we do just hang out, I guess. Yeah. Okay, agreed. It's more meaningful to me when I hear my partner tell me I'm proud of you or my partner helps me with a task. That one's easy for me. I like people telling me that they're proud of me. That's always been like a really nice statement. It's not like I love you. It's not like, it's not an obligatory thing. Like for someone to be proud of you is just like, something else like even your family members they don't have to be proud of you they do have to love you but they don't have to be proud of you so when someone says that it's like i feel like it's like you've made an impact yeah you know so that means a lot to me yeah that's the same with me Mm. and usually it's about something that you really care about like i'm proud of you for completing that degree or for being the bigger person or for doing that really nice thing or anything you know but it's like something that you already feel quite good about and then somebody says yes you deserve to feel that way i'm yeah. proud of you you know yeah, for sure yeah. yeah i'm the same definitely cool all right uh it's more meaningful to me when i get to do things with my partner or i hear supportive words from my partner hmm do you have an obvious answer for that i think for me it's get to do things and i think I don't why know, do you like, say that just I think maybe it's just my upbringing, like trying to be that support or like get it from somewhere else. I've always like never had that that much. I've kind of just relied on myself for my support. Yeah, I know. But I would say I support you a lot. Oh, no, you do. 100%. And I've told you before that you can expect that from me. You've almost been shocked by it at times. Yeah, yeah. Like I've been very shocked, like to the point of tears shocked. (laughs) <laughs> that I get support from someone. Yeah, that is abnormal. <laughs> well, that's just what I've been used to, so it's just really hard. Mm. No, I get that. Actually, I would agree with that because I'm kind of the same. I'm aware I have to be my own biggest support, mm. so I don't really look for it elsewhere. Yeah, It's a bonus if you get it, but yeah. I don't really look for that, whereas it's actually really important for me to be able to do things with my partner. I know other couples who live completely separate lives and just come together every now and then but i'm always like i don't think i could do that nah, because i don't proper relationship it's it's not to me and it wouldn't justify being together yeah. like even when i was single i was like to be honest there has to be enough incentive to really join forces mm. otherwise i may as well be doing life myself you know i don't know it just for me I want to be able to share every aspect of the things I love. And I actually really like that you come to me and you're like, 
let's still work out together because I know you love that and you're learning about that and you can share that with me and you invest in those things that I really love to do mm. you know yeah 100%. so I would definitely say that all right get through it it's more meaningful to me when my partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things or I feel connected to my partner through a hug you know what I think I would go for the first one because I know that after our fights when somebody actually makes a change I don't know if that's quite just about doing nice things but when somebody actually makes an effort to be different or to be more patient or to be oh, kinder yeah. or to go out of their way that's been huge for us okay yeah no you saying that definitely that's my answer as well then yeah. like if we have had a disagreement and i can see you making an active effort then yeah. that's very meaningful to me as well yeah it's more meaningful to me when i hear praise from my partner or my partner gives me something that shows he or she was really thinking about me i think the second for me yeah me too yeah, praise is like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's nice. It's nice. it's nice. But I think, again, when you're like, oh, you were thinking about me at 11 a.m. today. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, it's more meaningful to me when I'm able to just be around my partner or I get a back rub or massage with my partner. <laughs> if that happened. <laughs> I asked you for a massage last night. I actually need to get one. My shoulders have been so sore today. Okay, and I said, when we're lying down like that, I can only massage your bum. <laughs> that is the worst so excuse of my life. You get up to your shoulders and us being in bed together lying horizontally. <laughs> it's just awkward, okay? Like your bum is at the perfect... Uh, I told him, I told him, no, that's fine. I don't need it. He's like, no, no, I'll give it to you anyway. <laughs> so I massaged your bum. Good times. We're head all around. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm able to just be around my partner. Yeah. Back rubs like would be part. nice, but not mandatory. It's more meaningful to me when my partner reacts positively to something I've accomplished or my partner does something for me that I know they don't particularly enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Am I going to get called out on this one? I would say me is number two. Same. Okay. So I'm not that great at this, am I? You're not amazing at it. No. Okay, can you give me an area that I can improve on them? Because there are some things, like, AJ likes to spend, like, an hour in furniture shops with no intention to buy anything. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's an utter waste of time to me. <laughs> so I'm like, you can do that on your own time. But can you give me something that you would like me to do? Or something that really matters to you that I come join you at? I think it's not about that. I think it's if it is something that you haven't tried before, but you just think that you don't want to do, just try it first. Like what? Like you have to give it. No, you have to give an example. I can't think of an example right now. Well, you have to, because I don't understand how to apply that. Something I haven't tried before. Is that food related? Is that? The reason I'm asking is because I want one plan of action. Like saying that, oh, now you have to do everything you hate with AJ is unrealistic, right? Because I don't make you do that with me either. Yeah. But I would like to commit to, you know, doing one thing. 
because I think that's realistic and I do acknowledge the need to improve in that area okay, because well, I appreciate when you do it for me no. and I do think I need to do it more for you. Well, I think it, that, that's just going to have to be something that comes up and I'm like, oh, I'd like to go to that. And then and if I it's just something have to... that you wouldn't normally go to, then you know, be open to if I want to go with someone else and I want to go with you, then being open to trying that. Okay, you know? fine, fine. But you can't say, oh, but I'll go myself, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, no, and, you have to just be open and just ask. Most times, like, I am quite happy to go by myself. Like, I'm quite happy to run the furniture shop. But when you say go at your own time, like, I don't that often get that time to go, yeah, to go run. So if we can just, like, stroll past and have a quick little dart through the store, uh, that makes a world of difference to me. It's never a quick dart. I know, but that's just one of the things that I really enjoy and I love. Like, I love learning and okay. seeing furniture. Okay, I know I should support that because you want to maybe have your own furniture company one day. Okay. Maybe you'll build stuff for our house. So I'll put in the groundwork now and I will go around the furniture oh, store with you. That. But it within reason. If you oh, start to push no, that. I'm, I'm going to push it. Like making you go to a gallery and pay like 30 bucks to see something you have no interest in seeing. And then waiting for me two and a half hours to walk around and read every bloody thing. I'm not going to make you do that. Like, okay, but I will, I'll be more open. Okay. But, All right. That's yeah. cool. Okay. So it's more meaningful to me when my partner and I kiss frequently. <laughs> or I sense my partner is showing interest in the things I care about. Hmm. Like, obviously, I love kissing, and we do a lot, but I like when you show interest in the things I care yeah, about. Yeah, I think I'll be the same as well. And I'm someone who always vents everything I learn, which is why I have an Instagram page. But I come to you, and I just tell you everything that happened that day, any piece of information I learned about anything. Mm. And when you show genuine interest in the stories I'm telling or the information I'm sharing. I like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all real valuable information for me too, because like discussed, we are in very similar fields mm-hmm. and do similar things. So if you've learned something I don't know yet, mm-hmm. shit, I'm all over it. Yeah. One of the things I value most in a relationship, I think, is being able to communicate and just sit down and have really meaningful conversations and just be able to talk and talk and talk and have your partner listen to you about anything yeah Yeah. and for it to be really like two-sided not just like me rounding away but like you you know asking questions or then sharing your opinion and then all that it's like you know we haven't done in a while but when we used to go to mayday cafe nearby and Mm. just talk and we'd both come back like that was the best it was oh, yeah. so good for us. Sit there for like two hours, drink a couple of filters, and we just talk yeah. and make notes. And... and sometimes it would be like, okay, this is how you're feeling about your career. What could we do? This is how you're feeling about this situation. What's the right next step? Here's the pros, here's the cons. And it's like, it's all about showing interest in what's happening in each other's lives. Hmm. So, and yeah. I guess that's kind of how this podcast has come about. Yeah, exactly. From those conversations. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad we agree on that one. It's more meaningful to me when my partner works on special projects with me that I have to complete. My partner gives me an exciting gift. Special projects? What does that even mean? Is that like, like the a podcast? Bondage room or something? <laughs> oh, sorry, we went in a completely different direction. What are you talking about? I don't think uh, anyone just went in your direction. <laughs> oh, okay. I just. 
saw special projects and I was like, oh God, it's something dirty. I think that means like special projects. Like let's say I was running an event off my blog or something. Oh, if you okay. helped me with that. Oh, okay. Which I would appreciate. Yeah. But also I don't think that happens enough. No, not Where there's the opportunity to kind of help and it's like, the podcast is already given that it should be joint. So yeah. if you're just helping me every now and then, that's not very good. No. <laughs> so I think I'd have to go with the exciting gift. Yeah. It's more meaningful to me when I'm complimented by my partner on my appearance or my partner takes the time to listen to me and really understand my feelings. 100% second one. Appearance feels good for like a second. Yeah, no, But understanding your feelings is like, this is why you're my partner, because you are taking this time and nobody else would. Yeah, that's all that needs to be said. Yeah. Boom. It's more meaningful to me when my partner and I share non-sexual touch in public. Now they've clarified the touch. Yeah, it's told you. Or my partner offers to run errands for me. So I guess errands could be like, you offer to go to the supermarket for me. Or something like that. Oh, okay, yeah. So... I like that. Yeah, but which do you like more? Like non-sexual touches, like just holding hands or something? No, it's it's hugs. It could be little kisses. But that's sexual. No, it's not. Not necessarily. Oh, yours aren't? <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> no, but I it could be like time. putting <laughs> a hand on your leg. Anything. Nah, that's like instantly like, oh shit. Oh my god! Like, oh, Are you five years old? Fuck. In public? Maybe in public. No, if I just put, if you were sitting next to me and I put my hand close to your knee, just as a way to That's just. That's all I need. Oh my god. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> that is not consent, AJ. <laughs> I think the errands. Oh. It's really hard. I'm just going to go with the touch stuff. What do you mean? Because it just any touch is meaningful to me. Yeah, but you were just so convinced that you were into the errands one. Oh, I do like it when you do errands for me. To be honest, I think for me it's the non-sexual touch. Because I do like that we are quite an affectionate couple. And it's, it's not because we are purposely showcasing it, but... I think it's quite special because often you look around and couples look bloody devastated to be with each other. And we almost never look like that. We're pretty opposite, to be honest, like, or extremist. We're either miles apart raging at each other or we're lovey-dovey as hell and just enjoying every moment together. Or we have another mode. Hmm? It's when... We're both walking and we're, <laughs> and we're both on our phones and it looks like we have no interest in each other. Like I know. We're both like doing engagement on Instagram to like better our lives. Exactly. I know. And it's, it's kind of cute because it's like, it's teamwork. We're like, okay, are we doing something on this walk? Like I've got to put up a post. Cool. You do what the get podcast engagement. Sweet. Okay. And what people don't know is we're working like a boss team. But people think we're probably like oh my God, it's so funny. way yeah. too caught up in our phones. And I always say it and I'm like, oh my God, we look like that real shit couple, right? Well, I just don't even care because I'm just like, we're actually smart about this because we're going to brunch where we're going to put down our phones and it's going to make us less stressed people when we get there yeah. if we get this work done now. 
perfect. And it uses it. our walks very efficiently. And we normally have breaks. Like we'll we'll do it for an hour, and then we'll have the last <laughs> half an hour where we actually like, talk or whatever. Oh, People are so like, funny. "How can you have breaks within a walk time?" Well, if you walk for an hour and a half, you'll find there's time. Oh, there's time. <laughs> People are like, "I came on this podcast to relate to you guys, and I just do not relate." Yeah. Oh, funny. How everybody walks. <laughs> we walk. <laughs> Woohoo. Oh, productivity. <laughs> okay, I'm choosing non-sexual touch in public. Don't be swayed by my choice, but do share it with the audience. Um I think number 2. Errands. Okay. Because I know that it's really hard for you to take on extra things and I don't really like asking you to do stuff for me because I know it like can really throw you or be like, oh fuck, I've got to add that to the list. The thing is with me is if somebody asks me, do you have time to do this? I don't hear it as do you have time <laughs> or a yes or a no. I hear it as a task automatically added to my list. When do you want to buy? Yeah, exactly. Fuck, it's I'm just like, it's not an if, it's a I'm doing it now. Yeah. Okay, fine. Like, I have to do it now that you've said it. Like, so it does stress me out, especially if I've got this full-on day, and then I'm just like, well, now somebody's asked me to do that, so I have to do that too. I'm not good at saying no. We know that about me. Anyway, yeah, you're right. I guess when I do take it on, it must mean a lot. <laughs> if you ask someone to do something for you, it's because you genuinely want them to do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... You instantly know, like, if you say no, they're going to be upset. Yeah, I know. That's why I don't say no. Uh, yeah. I'm just and like, I'll sort it out some point in the day. But the reality is, it's stressing me out like crazy. I know, because I know that I do quite actively avoid trying to ask you to do things for me. So okay. when you do, or you offer to, mm. that means a lot to me. It doesn't so mean you don't have to ask full stop. Yes. Because I know sometimes you go real cold turkey with that. And I'm like... You do things for me. I should do things for you too. But, yeah, it just depends on workload and all that stuff, I guess. It can be hard because as a freelancer, again, you have this ability to navigate your own time, which is amazing. But it also means that people throw shit on your plate that they would not throw on the plate of a nine-to-fiver. I.e. somebody being like, you're free. Can I have an hour chat with you today? Yep. And then finding it rude if you say, I'm not free. You know, or AJ being like, <laughs> I used to get mad at him when he'd be like, do you think you'll pop down to the shops today? You could probably look around industry for me. And I was like, do you think I'm sitting here on my ass just thinking I might pop down to the shops? <laughs> I'm not retired. I just work for myself. So yeah, it can be stressful. Anyway, moving on. It's more meaningful to me when my partner does a bit more than his or her normal share of the responsibilities we share around the house, oh. work-related, etc. Or I get a gift that I know my partner put thought into choosing. I know your answer to this. <laughs> yep. Boom. It's in. You know what? I'm going to choose the same as well because you do more house-related stuff as is and that's kind of our relationship dynamic i do more external related stuff for mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. and we've kind of come to that agreement yeah, or have. understanding over time that we actually have different areas that we can deliver in or provide in 
Play their different roles to like yeah. make the winning combo. I don't know. Exactly. And something we tried to do for a long time was to even the playing fields perfectly. Yeah. So the perfect household divide, the perfect everything else divide. And it just, it's not reality. Yeah. The fact is, you were both in different situations, you and your partner. And so half the time, Somebody will be able to provide a lot in one area and not the other and vice versa. But like our situation is quite unique. Yeah, no, that's true. If we were both more working nine to five, then probably an even divide would be more fair. But even little things like who cooks dinner, maybe somebody has more time in the evening, they can cook dinner. Whereas the other person prepares smoothies for both of them. Who knows? You know, like, I don't think it has to be perfect. And I think that whole endeavor towards that perfect divide is just sends you on the spiral of just utter resentment and being unhappy yep and we're both happy because like you prefer the house related stuff anyway you actually get satisfaction from it whereas me yeah i do not (laughs) yeah i'm looking at this part of what but i love organizing collaborations for us bringing opportunities to us all this kind of stuff and putting in all the work around that to make that happen i know and and i love bettering our lives in that way it took me a little bit of time to get my head around this but i'm definitely all for it now because i know the time that i put in to our home and our life here Mm. means the more time you can put into all that all these e- e- crazy experiences for us so yeah because i on i couldn't if yeah. no you couldn't there's no way i had to balance like yeah there's not even balance. other house related stuff exactly so like if uh, that had to come first something would have to give yeah so, yeah and like, i love doing these things as much as you mm. and i have mad appreciation and love for all these things that you do arrange for us mm. because you know, they're not in my power or reach to do so. Yeah. So it wouldn't come from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've kind of taken on that responsibility and I'm quite okay with it because, like you said, I genuinely enjoy cleaning and doing housework. It's really weird. Yeah, and it is. It's really nice that, I don't know, I don't have to think about that too much, even though I do think, you know, obviously this question is about sometimes doing more of my normal share and I do try to do that every now and then mm. I'm not like oh cool so no, I don't do. have to do anything around the house it's not like that no, no. it's just I guess an understanding that you know we have our place where we lift things up a little bit more yeah for sure yeah, yeah it's good. anyway on that note I guess we're both choosing the first one <laughs> about doing a bit more than your normal share yes. it's always nice isn't it yeah. all right next one it's more meaningful to me when my partner doesn't check his or her phone while we're talking <laughs> or my partner goes out of their way to do something that relieves pressure on me. That's a tough one. Because I don't like when you check your phone when I'm talking. I don't like it either, but I'm quite used to it. I suppose. Because, you know, you go on your phone a lot, so... Yeah, but I don't do it when we're having, like, a serious conversation. Oh, yeah, no, no, you definitely don't then. But, like, if we're just having a random chat about something, like, you'll quite often be doing something else. And it will normally be on your phone or something. I guess so. Yeah. I actually really like when you go out of your way to do something for me. Yeah, Particularly if it relieves pressure, because I think that's almost foreshadowing how they might feel in future, stressed or 
you know, overwhelmed and it's avoiding that for them. You know, quite often you do or we do work on the weekends. Well, yeah. all the time we do. Yeah. But if I see that you've got a ton of work to get done before Monday or something. Yeah. And I tend to have a bit more chill time on the weekends, especially Sunday afternoons. I like to keep them pretty, like, relaxed. So that those kind of times, I'm like, I'm quite happy to cook you dinner so you don't have to worry about that you can just work up until i tell you when it's ready you come sit down you eat you go to bed like yeah. i know that doing that is gonna set you in a way better mindset for when we come Monday. together again and yeah. to start your week and like just yeah i think it, that's it all no comes that's so helpful and especially even when you say to me you know what's exactly what you want for dinner tonight if i was by myself i would have to go for the easiest thing which Let's be honest, it was not impressive when I was a uni student slash single. So the fact that I have someone there being like, not only will I cook you dinner, but I'll cook exactly what you feel like. And it'll be on the table when you're ready to break is pretty amazing. So yeah. Because like, I don't know if we've talked about this yet, but we don't eat dinners together. But we can go into that later. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. Because it's quite a weird one. Yeah. But man, it has its uh, pros. It's revolutionary. Actually a game changer. Yeah. Yeah, and that's again to do with understanding what is bringing tension in your relationship. And such unnecessary tension as well. And just relieving it. Yeah. And yeah, we'll talk about it in another episode. Because we do want to discuss some things we do a bit differently. And... I don't know, some couples would be shocked or surprised or be like, oh, but you don't connect over that. And it's like, hun, it's probably way more stressful than it is beneficial for you. Yeah. And that's what we found. Anyway, let's not go into it anymore. Um, what did we decide for this one? The release pressure one. Well, you're deciding your own answer, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so my I think that's the same answer thing. is definitely number two, when the partner relieves pressure from you all right so the next one it's more meaningful to me when i can look forward to a holiday because of a gift i anticipate receiving or i hear the words i appreciate you for my partner 100 percent, i appreciate you same it's more meaningful to me when my partner brings me a little gift after he or she has been traveling without me my partner takes care of something i'm responsible to do but i feel too stressed to do at the time Easy second. Yeah, same. <laughs> Getting a little gift, like that could be a little kangaroo or something. It's not like special. Fridge magnet or something. Oh, exactly, and half the time people do that because they feel the need to, like, oh, I better get something for everyone. Oh, it's not I that sentimental. Can't stand those things. Just <laughs> little like tourist shop gifts. <laughs> like, oh, I went to South America. I got you this little alpaca magnet. Yeah, no one likes them. I don't know why people waste their money. (laughs) But then maybe some people really appreciate it. No, I know. I get it. It's sweet. Mm. You know what? It's sweet in a new relationship. Because you're like, oh, I'm not sure if they'll get me something. And they do. And you're like, oh, nice. Later than that, fuck it. Where are we going to put this? (laughs) If you got me like a Kiwi Magnet when you came back from New Zealand, I'd be like... Throw it, off the back, Throw it back to New Zealand, <laughs> thank you. It's more meaningful to me when my partner doesn't interrupt me while I'm talking. <laughs> we do that all the time. 
gift giving is an important part of our relationship. I'd have to say the first. We do it all the time. I know I do it all the time too because I love talking. But I guess in those moments where I really care about what I'm saying, I don't want to be interrupted. Oh, I know that. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if I'm like trying to have a heart-to-heart with you and you're just being annoying. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So I'm going to have to say the first one. You? Yeah, I'm going to go first one. I wouldn't say like gift-giving is huge. I would say... Obviously we love to do it, but like... And I like to surprise you with like dates and things, but I think we're way more experience based than gift based. Yeah. Like I value that more. If you take me on a date, I will value that more than you bringing me a perfume. Like I'd be like, cool, put it in my cupboard full of other perfumes I don't use. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. Next one. You go. So it's more meaningful to me when. My partner helps me out when he, she knows I'm already tired or I get to go somewhere while spending time with my partner. Well, we do a lot of the second one, like getting to go somewhere. Yeah, we do. But I really appreciate you doing things for me when I'm tired. For me, it's number two. What example comes to mind for you? Anywhere or anything that we get to do together, I value and it's great. Like, I love it. Whereas, like, yeah, that's with true. the helping me out when, you know, you know I'm tired, I don't like putting that on someone else or, like, <laughs> I, I just don't. And I know you don't like it either, so I do. I still do it. Yeah, no, I, I know you do, I know, but I don't like being like, oh, look, I'm tired, just almost like, just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, when you're seriously tired anyway, you're non-communicative yeah I get so you won't me. ask me you'll just mope around the house not really talk to me yeah and I just need to be thrown in bed yeah you do and often actually when i try to say aj you're being a bloody mop <laughs> let me do your dishes you'll yeah. just be stubborn as hell and you won't let me do them and i will literally try push you away and help but you won't let me which just yeah, you're an annoying, tired person, to be fair. Yeah, I'm pretty... It's I'm probably pretty one of your most annoying, like, states. Yeah. But, like, it's rare. You handle yourself really well until you get to a point of, like, really exhausted. And then you're just... You're hard. I just think bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I would say the same because we do so much together. That's a probably a foundation of our relationship, too. Yeah. It's more meaningful to me when my partner and I are physically intimate there we go or my partner gives me a little gift that he or she picked up in the course of their normal day one yeah same it matters it does doesn't it yeah and it brings you back together and what is up with these gift things every second question yeah it's just interesting how could that trump physical intimacy yeah like getting a little gift that would be kind of sad if it did It's more meaningful to me when my partner says something encouraging to me or I get to spend time in a shared activity or hobby with my partner. Again, I think the second one. Yeah. Just because we love spending time doing things. We're doers. Even though we said like just hanging out is nice every now and then. If we did that all the time, you know, we'd be like, what are we doing? Yeah. We like doing a lot of stuff. So it's cool that we get to share so much of that together. Sure. 
and we like so many of the same things. Yeah. It's more meaningful to me when my partner surprises me with a small token of their appreciation or my partner and I touch a lot during the normal course of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Over time, I'd say probably the touching a lot is bigger or more significant because it's like closeness, whereas a random small token is like, it's nice, but... Is this in regards to a regular nine-to-five job, Monday to Friday, or is it like on your days off? Does it matter? Well, I don't know, because like I don't see you during the week in the work hour, so getting to touch like during the normal course of the day, like I don't get that. Yeah, but would you prefer in the hours you do see me touching a lot and being close and being shown that you're cared for, or would you prefer a small token of appreciation? Oh, okay. It's oh. quite easy. I, I don't think I was understanding that properly. <laughs> okay, number so. two. Yeah, same. It's more meaningful to me when my partner helps me out, especially if I know they're already busy, or I hear my partner specifically tell me I appreciate you. I think number one for me. Wow, that's interesting. I think number two for me. Can you explain why number one for you? Well, because I know you're a busy lady. So when you do take a little bit of time and give that to me that you could be or should be working, you know, it's meaningful because I know that yeah you're very busy Mm. so it means a lot when you want to do that Mm -hmm. or you know I mean granted some of the times you huff and you puff about it you're like fuck all right I'm coming like how long is this gonna take okay but then sometimes you can be really sweet about it so (laughs) either way sometimes either way you know it's well I think the busier you get the more selective you have to be as to where your energy goes So I can understand if I choose for my energy to go towards something that's related to you, that's going to mean a bit. Yeah. But I chose, I appreciate you just because (laughs) that means a lot to me. I guess that also comes from having a strong sense of self-worth. I don't know where that's come from necessarily, but I've always known or felt that I should be treated well and I am... A catch. <laughs> okay. No, but you know what I mean. Here first, folks. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> but I know what I'm worth and I know that I bring things to a relationship. I bring things to a person. I'm proud to be who I am. Yeah. So in that sense, when somebody says that they appreciate me, I'm like, thank you. Because... Yeah, I would hope to be appreciated in a relationship. In fact, not even hope. It would have to be there for me. Otherwise, I'm just like, I have too much self-worth to accept anything else. Okay, I think I'm going to change my answer. (laughs) Oh, no. From that, from the first one to the second one. Really? After hearing your explanation, yeah. Why? Because I go into it in the opposite way to you in terms of I give and I give... I can quite often feel unappreciated unappreciated and that I'm not really worth much. Mm-hmm. And so when I do get told it, it actually kind of like almost restores a bit of confidence in myself or actually makes me feel like 
oh, like, you are doing good things or you are making a difference or you are helping, you know? People are noticing, or the right people. Yeah. Mm. So I think, no, that actually does mean more to me than that initially reading that. Mm. Okay, let's do it. Number two. It's more meaningful to me when my partner and I embrace after we've been apart for a while. I hear my partner say how much I mean to him or her. Damn, that's tough. Because, like, when we've spent, say, a week apart and I see you at the airport, that's such a special moment. But then so is you saying how much you mean to me. But maybe actually, like, embracing after being apart is more special because it's it's so magical. It's almost euphoric because there's, there's a new relationship feel. Do you? You know, get, I get that, that vibe? Like, I feel like the embrace does both those things. What? It's, you know, it's like physical touch and it shows you how much you mean to them. Yeah, true. And because you've almost restored that, I don't know, reminder of how much you love them mm. over that time of being away. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that was the last question. All right, last one. Done. Okay, let's do our scores. Finish? Yeah. So we're just going to read out our scores. So basically with this love languages test, you get ranked on what love languages or expressions you value most. So it'll be interesting to see what comes up first or second or whatever fast and if they're any different. I'm not going to lie, before we share our answers, I definitely think things have changed since we last did it. I think so. Why do you think that is? Maybe because that first time we did do it, you know, it kind of reset a few things and kind of made us think about things differently and what we actually value. Okay. And what we've changed things or adapted. And what we've changed, yeah. Through time. So it's kind of interesting doing it again. Yeah. I can't I think we shared so many more answers than the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe that's why overall we don't have many big fights anymore yeah and it's just all small stupid shit but Mm. yeah okay what's your number one in three two one quality Quality time time. (laughs) i knew that was going to come up because that's evident in our entire lifestyle yeah and how we choose to join forces or come together is that we just love spending time together and also just goes to show how important it is to us because like if we don't have that then we are very off so true if we have like no time on the weekend together and we haven't seen each other in the week and then a new week starts that new week is bound to make us feel disconnected lack intimacy just just make us feel lost somehow yeah (laughs) that's interesting okay number two all right three two one physical touch <laughs> ah! okay so yours was acts of service yeah. so you value more highly me doing little things for you yeah i guess so yeah and for me i care about that physical touch symbol of closeness and what was your number for that one six okay, okay. it was a big drop because my score for quality time was 11 yeah, quality time I got 11, acts of service I got 7. Okay, so it's still, it's getting up there for you. Mm. 
Interesting. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Little things I can do for you. <laughs> Furniture stores. <laughs> okay, and then physical touch. I guess you do that as is, which is why I think that's become something I'm now like, oh, I even said to you the other day, if I ever went into another relationship and I didn't get that kind of physical attention, I would now really notice it. Whereas in the oh, past, yeah. I probably wouldn't, but now I'd be like, um, why aren't you giving me that attention 24-7? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, next one, number three. Yeah. Three, two, one, physical acts of service. Oh, there we go. Switched. And what was the score for that one for you? Five. Five as well. Okay, so I value physical touch a little bit more, and you value acts of service a little bit more physical touch that tiny bit less but let's be honest it's probably pretty equal right it's pretty yeah because i know you value physical touch as well you like that kind of affection 100 percent. i do i do like if i don't offer you that in a while and i'm being cold yeah you get upset let's be honest oh yeah okay number four three two one words of affirmation (laughs) (laughs) that was number five uh, five scores, so. Oh, okay, I got five for that as well, but physical touch and words of affirmation are both five for me. Words of affirmation and acts of service are both five for me. Yeah. Okay, the last one, well, we know what it is. It's receiving <laughs> gifts, which I'm actually really glad that's at the bottom. Yeah. It's um, funny because I talked about Christmas and how we do big Christmas, but I think for me and AJ... It's never been about how much money you can flaunt or how outlandish you can go. We're actually both pretty simple human beings. Oh, yeah. And, like, for me, if you do just something thoughtful and you pick up a cookie time cookie, I'm a happy girl, probably more happy than you going and buying me a, you know, Pandora bracelet. Because, like, that doesn't actually say anything about me. That says you know what to get a girl. Yeah. It's not you know what to get Kenzie. Oh, you saw the advert. Good job. Exactly. You know. Yeah. No. So. Yeah. No. It's it's so interesting. But like, the fact that receiving gifts is both at the bottom for us and quality time is both at the top, I think that really makes a huge difference for our relationship working. Mm. Because you, you look at this and you're like, we don't actually exchange gifts that often. Actually, like physical gifts yeah. that often, yeah. apart from birthdays and Christmas and stuff. Yeah. But quality time, we spend so much of it. Yeah. Moral of the story is, if you're in a relationship and you're confused about it or you want to repair it or anything like that, well, go under- do. Just understand it better. Yeah, yeah. Because I think before doing this test, the huge confusion that I've seen, or I've, I've actually listened to a couple of podcasts about this, mm. and it's like, because those are your love languages, that's kind of what you like to do, so that's what you do to other people. Yeah. But understanding that that's not always what they want, there's so much confusion there. Yeah. As to it's being a like, big disparity. Oh, I don't like physical touch, but she loves it, so you wouldn't, but then that's what she wants, so you have to do that. Yeah. Like those things are like what's so confusing about this love language thing. Well, it's really not confusing at all. 
quite, it's when not you think about it. It's just we think that people communicate in the same way as we do. And it relates to even more things than how you express love. Yeah. It's like everything. You think someone thinks the way you do, acts the way you do, etc., etc., And it's just not true. Yeah. At the end of the day, based on upbringing, based on experiences, you are going to desire different things more and value different things. And so it actually makes so much sense that we actually read a person and go, how do I communicate with them? Instead of reading ourselves and going, sweet, that's how I'm going to communicate to everyone I meet. You know, it's like, how does looking at you tell you anything about somebody else? It doesn't. And yet we do that. Yeah. It's just interesting to see it like presented like this to Mm -hmm. you. Like you probably know it. But like when you see it and you've got like physical scores, it makes it a lot easier to understand. And it has worked really well for us. Yeah. Anyway, guys, that is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found that little test, little analysis and comparison interesting to listen to. Mm. And let's have a conversation about it. I would love to hear from other couples as to whether they've taken the test, as to whether it's helped them, and just your journey with understanding different people's love languages, whether it is your partner, your family, your friend. Yeah, Yeah, let's talk about it over on our socials at What The Gate Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. Don't forget to like and subscribe. If you want to hear more from us, we're going to be in your ears every Monday at 5 a.m., Or maybe not 5 a.m. if you're sleeping. Maybe it's 7. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, be part of the 5 a.m. club. (laughs) Yeah, do that. It's great. Anyway, that's all from us. Anything else from you, Santa? No. (laughs) Nothing? I'm good. I'm talked out. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Uh, Bye. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah.